Hello and welcome to the inaugural Essential Podcast, brought to you by your content and innovation team for the Essence Expo. One of the key pillars of our team is branded content, but rather than tell you about the power of content, we thought we'd just go ahead and make some. It's going to be a roller coaster as we dive into and interrogate the brilliant mind of our own Andrew Shabir. No issue too small or too great will be left unturned. It's going to be intense, so get ready. Buckle up. Paxman, you have nothing on us. But firstly, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. As one of the founders of Essence, you've taken your vision and values and worked tirelessly to get to a point where Essence is a key player within the global media market. And what we would really like to know is, what Disney character do you most relate to? I uh, I think I'd have to pick, um, and it's probably not an original character, but an acquisition, I suppose. But I'd have to pick Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. Um, I think I share his excitability. I, I hoped I'd sort of grow out of it and stop bouncing around the office uh, whenever an idea that I fall in love with kind of catches my fancy. But uh, it still seems to happen. So yeah, I have a kind of a Tigger-like bounce that I suppose I'll never I'll never grow out of. And who would be your Winnie the Pooh then? <laughs> Oh, that's a that's a good question. Who's my Winnie the Pooh? Um, I'll come back to it at the end. If okay. That's all right. Yeah, of course it is. Um, what did you want to be? I can't stop were... thinking about Nick Bourne for what it's worth. <laughs> he would be a good Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> um, what did you want to be when you were little? I actually don't know the answer to this question, but I know the answer to what I told everybody I wanted to be. I think mostly I was trying to impress them by saying I wanted to be a nuclear physicist. I don't think I knew what that was at the time, um, but I went around trying to trying to show off. Um, that is impressive. Yeah, because most people say a vet or a fireman, so <laughs> that probably sets the bar really for your career. <laughs> when was the last time that you really belly laughed? Um, actually, I think it was last night. We were at the uh, Campaign Media Awards last night and they had Adam Buxton, who British uh, listeners will remember from the Adam and Joe show, um, maybe as much as 20 years ago, I'm not sure. It was a, it was a while back. Uh, and he did a really nice thing where he took lots of 80s uh, ads and voiced over them with modern voiceover. Um, and it was it was very, very good. Um, and I, I, I remember to rediscover him. In fact, he has a podcast, which is this new medium. So... Uh, for anyone who's listening to this, you could probably switch straight off and listen to something much more amusing. <laughs> um, what is your worst or most annoying habit? Uh, my my most annoying habit is my attention span. It's very okay. short, um, and I, I, I actively try and manage it, but I, um, I'm not a natural completer finisher, um, and I like having too many things uh, up in the air, which keeps me keeps me always curious and interested, but I'm not I'm not great at that, so I need lots of help. That's interesting. Um, if you could live in someone else's shoes for one day, who would you pick? Uh, I don't know. I, 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 uh, I feel incredibly blessed and not very jealous uh, every day. Um, I think, I think for me, there are there are a few people who are really, really fortunate in the world who are those able to use um, kind of their time and their resources for social impact. And um, I'm, I really hope. Like one day, that's that's something I'll be able to do more of. Um, so if I if I could have a little bit of time, I guess I'd want to be Bill Gates or something. To to, to you know the, the the work that he's doing in Africa is just amazing. Um, 
and the causes I care about are, 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 are close to my heart and not exactly the same. But I just I'd love to to be able to kind of really really work on social impact issues. Um, but yeah, I'm also very lucky to be who I am. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so what superpower would you like to have? Um, <clears throat> and there's no secret that I'm a I'm a total nerd. Um, and I if I could do if I if I had a superpower, it would have to be either teleportation or time travel. I think teleportation would would it would have such massive societal implications. Yeah. Um, you know, really question why we all live in cities and and um, and why we live in perpetually rainy countries. Um, and I think I think I've always been just so curious about the future. Um, ever since a quite a young age, I've sort of wished I'd been born later so that I could see uh, how you know society's going to change and there's so much about that that's frightening but uh, my curiosity is much greater than my fear and I, I'm just really I'm um, a huge sci-fi buff and I'm just really interested to see what the future holds so I go out and find out cool what's your favorite sci-fi program then um I think uh for a long time I used to say The Matrix was a f- my favorite film I think uh, and I, st- I still think it's a great movie but then I saw Ghost in the Shell which was the, the anime precursor from which basically all the matrix was ripped off uh and and ever since then that i think i've held that up as my my gold standard sci-fi movie um but i i absolutely lap it all up there's, there's so much great stuff and um what's the most useful thing you've read or seen this week this week um i was uh i don't know about useful i hope it will be useful but at least it was interesting I saw that they've built an electrified road in Sweden. So it, it's a, a road with uh, charging tracks built into it that automatically latches onto an electric vehicle and charges the battery as it drives, which I think is a really interesting way of thinking about the problem of obviously battery capacity, but also the availability of charging um, in you know multi-occupancy homes um, and people who don't have off-street parking. Uh, and that feels like a, the sort of technology that could break the, you know, break down the last massive barrier to EV adoption. Uh, so that was really interesting. Um, obviously, it feels quite a long way off, but they basically said in, in Sweden that they're going to try and drive towards ninety percent adoption of that technology across their road network, which is incredible. Um, and you know, I think in in the UK, it's hard to see those kinds of projects kicking off. So I find that very inspiring that, mm-hmm. that you know countries are able to mobilise in that way. Um, well, building on that, what do you think will finally break the internet? Um, I guess I don't know about break the internet, but I think certainly the internet's changed a great deal in in my lifetime, or in, in my lifetime as an internet user. Um, and I mourn some of the openness of the internet. You know, websites don't matter as much as they used to, um, and the app orientation that the internet has taken has created a very different thing. Uh, in some places, great. You know, you have you have wonderful and, and empowering apps out there. But obviously the consolidation that it's created around Google and Facebook's ecosystems uh, in particular um, has changed what the internet means to a lot of people. Um, and I, um, you know, in some ways I, I mourn, for example, the cookie, which uh, we all abused as marketers, but which was always actually rather a nice way of of sharing information and, and storing information 
Um, I'm on a little bit the uh, the kind of the free and open internet that seems uh, to be under so much threat in so many markets. Um, so I don't know if it's exactly the, the death of the internet, but I, I think the, um, the the impact that all of that change is having on what the internet means to people um, and who owns it. Um, mm. It feels less and less like something that belongs to all of us and more and more like something that belongs to a, a small number of very powerful companies and carriers. Um, and I think that has good and bad implications, but it certainly means the internet, as I knew it when I was uh, in my 20s, uh, no longer really exists, um, and and I I guess I need to grow up and, and embrace that. Uh, but I do think there are some attributes of that that I miss. Yeah, definitely. So, what's the wildest thing that you've done? Um, I'm probably supposed to tell you some crazy story about <laughs> drink or drugs or something. I, I uh, I've actually got I've got something much more wholesome than that, which is probably the wildest thing I've ever done. So um, when I was, I think I was 12 or 13, I entered the Round the Island race, which is a sailing race around St. Mary's Island in the Scilly Isles uh, off the um, southwest coast, coast of Cornwall. And, um, you know, on a, on a good day, that's a very civilized thing. Um, but when you're in an, an Atlantic storm, it's it's a very different deal. Uh, and myself and my friend, um, who were you know who's about the same age, uh, we set off in easily the smallest dinghy in the whole race. And most of these were large racing boats or yachts. Did they um, not have an age? You know, these were oh. these were free and easy times. <laughs> um, and uh, and and we got caught in a in an Atlantic storm in in a tiny boat with no bailer, um, no uh, real safety equipment. Um, you know, no life jackets. And yeah, we almost died. Um, in fact, we became we were so certain that that was the end that it sort of a, a serene calm came over us, and we we ended up making it round um, uh, by the skin of our teeth. I still don't know how quite how that happened, uh, and we weren't even last. Um, wow! But, yeah, against Good a, a toughened uh, Salonian <laughs> Islanders, we actually did okay. Um, I, I wouldn't put my children in that particular situation again. <laughs> um. What one piece of advice would you have given your younger self when you set up Essence? I, I think it would have to be to, to look after yourself. Um, it's been a wonderful journey and I feel incredibly privileged um, you know, by the whole experience of building this, this company with, with all my colleagues. Um, but definitely at times the personal toll has been quite significant uh, and I'm not always great at putting my own well-being first. Um, there have been times uh, in 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 various phases of our growth where it's been really really hard, um, and I've recognised uh, you know signs of just being unwell, um, uh, mentally unwell, um, and that that was that was very difficult. I'm absolutely blessed that those around me have been so supportive, uh, my colleagues and my family. Um, but I also know now that I could have avoided it if I'd seen the signs earlier and had been better at looking after myself. And I've learned how to do that over successive episodes <laughs> like this. Um, and, and thankfully, it's never been too serious for me. But, um, you know, I, th- I think the pressure's in the workplace for everyone, uh, not just at Essence, uh, you know, in, in, in modern society can be really, really challenging. Um, and it's not always easy to, to find the right sources of support. Um, so I'd, I'd love to have told myself um 13 years ago what those kind of what those things were going to be that were going to make be hard for me and, and how to get through them 
um, but I'm I'm also pleased that you know I'm, I'm surrounded by so many people who help me. Brilliant. Right, so we're going to move on to a quick fire round. So just say what comes into your head straight away. Oh my goodness. Eighties, nineties, or noughties? Nineties. Sunday roast or English fry up? Sunday roast. Book or Kindle? Kindle. Whiskey or wine? Both. <laughs> Iron Man or Batman? Uh, Batman. Andy McCormick or Andy McDowell? Andy McCormick, of course. <laughs> summer holidays or winter sun? Uh, uh, summer holidays. Ninja or pirate? Uh, whoa. <laughs> oh, uh, for, for old-time essentials, I'm going to say ninja. Clown, clown ninja, specifically. Okay. Uh, ask Jeeves or ask Michael Butler? Um, ask Jeeves was lousy. Ask Michael Butler. He, he knows it all. <laughs> And that's it. You've survived the wow. first inaugural podcast. The first of many, I'm sure. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> no, thank you ever so much for joining us. And thank you all for listening. Take care.